From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, May 12th. I'm Sarah Reith. The Redwood Valley Municipal Advisory Council held a hybrid meeting last night on Zoom and at the Grange. The council agreed to form a committee that would educate community members about local water issues and advocate for Redwood Valley's interests as water resources dwindle. The council decided to recommend that a cannabis grow not be allowed to increase its area of operations, due in part to a lack of information about where it would get its water. Lieutenant Jason Caudillo from the Sheriff's Department warned of a possible increase in criminal activity as the Redwood Trail progresses. Caudillo also said the future of the Sheriff's substation at the Measure B-funded training center in the former Jehovah's Witness Church on East Road appears to be uncertain, as the cost of repairing extensive water damage to an outbuilding mounts. Uh, when will the sheriff substation at the training center open? So uh, the sheriff substation had uh, some ex- pretty extensive water damage that occurred to it. It had a pipe that broke. Right now, my understanding is um, it's in the uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in order to uh, repair and get it to operational. So I do not have an answer for you. Too much water is rare in Redwood Valley, where ag water has been shut off and the community only has rights to surplus water from the much-reduced Lake Mendocino. The Water District has rationed water use to 55 gallons per person per day. Councilmember Adam Gaska talked about why he's joining the Committee on Water Issues in a town that overlooks the lake. Redwood Valley has zero right to that water. 20 years ago, when Russian River really started um, signing up people for contracts, I remember Danny Thomas had wrote this kind of missive that had said, you know, whiskey's for drinking, water's for fighting. You know, and, and I think I was like 20 at the time, and I'm like, it's going to get serious. Supervisor Glenn McCordy filled the council in about how much water is coming through the controversial Potter Valley project, which is limping along with a missing transformer that curtails the amount of water that comes into the Russian River from the eel through a diversion tunnel in Potter Valley. You will see Lake Mendocino come up a little bit, primarily because of the water that goes through the Potter Valley project. Even at the, the low rate that it's, it's flowing in at the moment, it's still coming in and will continue through uh, most of the summer, but at, at a reduced rate. So. Normally, we'd, we'd expect about fifteen to 16,000 acre-feet to come through, and it'll be more like about maybe four to, to 7,000. The Municipal Advisory Councils, or MACs, were formed in unincorporated parts of the county so that community members could have a venue to form cohesive approaches to planning concerns. They generally have the ear of their county supervisor, and they receive alerts about certain kinds of permits so they can make comments to various governing bodies. They are not legislative bodies themselves. Gaska thinks the MAC is the best local venue to educate community members about a variety of complex issues, including water policy. Our business is communication. It is people having a voice. You know, RV MAC, we can't promise you anything, but we allow you the space and the time to be heard, which is important because then we can also help decide who needs to hear that. Is it Glenn? Does Glenn need to hear that? Does Jason Cadillo from the sheriff need to hear that? And they're here. That's what our board does. Water played a significant role in the council's lack of enthusiasm for a request from a cannabis permit holder to double the grow size to 10,000 square feet of outdoor cannabis. A map showing 14 hoop houses led to confusion about whether the request was to change the whole grow site to outdoor or grow some outdoors and some in the hoop houses. Council members Chris Boyd and Mary Beth Kelly had additional reasons for opposing the permit's approval. All of a sudden, we'll see huge increases in water trucks going up the road And with all of these problems we're having with water, 
we don't need to add noise pollution to the to the and and diesel pollution to the picture. So I'm not for this. Not to mention the state of the roads. I mean, you've seen oh God, yes. Rody is one of the worst. McGordy reported on some of the things that the Board of Supervisors is considering as the county works on an ordinance to regulate water hauling. And the way that I envision it is that we require the, the wells to get permits and business licenses and, and essentially our code enforcement people could, could go there. And when people are loading up, they could be looking at their uh, trucking logs and saying, OK, where are you going with the water? But as somebody pointed out, I think it was Jim Shields, he said, well, you do a sort of multi-purposes when you deliver for somebody. So I said, yes, there may be a grow, but there might also be some people using it for uh, domestic use, for you know, washing and cooking and all those things. And they may be all in the same system. So how do you separate that out? Do you say no to health and public safety because they have a cannabis grow on them? So uh, you know, those are some of the things that we have to work through. Councilmember Sadie Clark said she believes that regulating water use through policies based on rigorously gathering information isn't all about busting illegal cannabis grows. It's not just cannabis. It's also we all need to be looking at our water in a more holistic sense um, because it's kind of like whoever takes it gets it. And, you know, this um, conversation that we're having about hydrological studies for new wells, et cetera, is really just good management of our water resources that are going to you know, experience more and more competition for them. We need clarity about where this water is going and whether it's sustainable, whether it's healthy for our community as a whole. McCordy encouraged the council to seek state money, saying that while the county is broke, the state is flush with cash and likely to spend some on small disadvantaged communities. Redwood Valley has gotten some relief for a major disaster. After the fires of 2017, PG&E awarded the MAC a $10,000 community planning grant. Boyd said the MAC decided to spend $5,000 of that on a new heating and cooling system for the Grange. Part of what we discovered in going through the fire and the emergencies is that the Grange is a central locus for the community when we go through any emergency. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.